Over the years, we've covered many guests that have moved from the United States to Poland, as is such for today's episode. However, we will have the added context of finding out what it's like to be a Polish person living in the United States. I welcome to the program my good friend, Alex. Hello, Alex. Welcome to the program. Hi, good to see you. Thank you for having me. So often on Cult America, we've spoken with Americans who uh, made the big move from the United States to Poland. It's become rather usual these days. However, we never really spoke with a Polish person who was born and raised in the United States and then moved back you know, to the motherland to reconnect with their heritage. So let's start in your story. Where are you from and what was like life there? What was life like there? <laughs> yeah, back back in the States. Well, I was born and raised in New York City. And that was where I, yeah, I was raised. I grew up there. Uh, I also went to high school there. And then I decided to come to Poland for college. Uh, and I guess I was, um, well, I was very fortunate because my parents, they, um, once my sister and I went to school in the States, you know, whenever we come back home, we'd be speaking English with each other. And that was the language we'd want to speak to our parents too. Um, but our parents, they were very uh, strict with speaking Polish at home up until the age of 12, because the, uh, they say that that is the age uh, up until you learn a language as a native speaker. You don't need all the rules and the grammar and this is past simple, this, this is present perfect. So having the language, the Polish language, uh, it allowed me, you know, to come to Poland for college. And I decided, yeah, I was always really curious about, about you know, Poland. I, I'd heard a lot of stories about it. My parents would tell me a lot. Plus, I had been to Poland a couple of times for summer vacation uh, so I was really, you know, I was really craving the adventure and yeah, just seeing, you know, the, the country, the land of my roots, of my parents' roots. And that's how I wound up in Warsaw, Poland. And the fascinating thing, if you allow me to make an observation, you have an accent uh, in the English language. When you speak English, I could hear that you're not 100% native, but that's not the truth because you are native. You were born and raised. What was it yes. like living in the United States as an American, right? But having this whole other culture at home, did that ever present any problems or challenges for you? No, nothing, not at all. Um, I mean, a lot of people say that that's the thing with New Yorkers, that, yeah, we do have this specific accent, but no, it did not at all. I mean, I grew up in an area where you had a lot of, you know, first generation, second generation Americans uh, you know, be it Irish, uh, Polish, like, you know, their parents, right, or grandparents had come from um, Ireland, Puerto Rico, Italy, then that would be probably like, you know, second, third generation. Uh, so not at all. And, you know, at school, this was something that was very, um, it was actually cool, you know, like if you had a background and you knew and you and you could share some stories about the history or the culture from the country from where your ancestors came from, 
that was considered cool. And I remember I once had this, um, this was in high school, not, 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 not in elementary school, but I remember our history teacher, she knew because there was a lot of um, kids there, well, teens, because this was high school, you know, that came from different backgrounds. And I remember we had this lesson once where she asked uh, people to um, uh, speak in groups or individually and tell the class stories that they heard or that they saw that they experienced themselves if they ever traveled to the other country where their parents or grandparents came from. Uh, so it was, you know, it was it was encouraged and it was considered cool by my friends and other people that were there. Incredible. Tell me, did you meet any other Polish kids in school and what language did you speak with them? Yes, it was English. It was English. I mean, I feel, you know, it's like if you probably, I mean, it also depends because some of my friends, if they came from, for example, marriages where you had uh, a Polish person or an American of Polish descent who still spoke Polish, but the other spouse did not speak Polish, that's when things got a bit trickier. And usually those kind of kids with a Polish background they didn't speak it as well or didn't, or didn't speak it as much. But with friends from school, I would speak English. Uh, and this is also, a lot of people ask me this, because for example, with my sister also, I think I mentioned at the beginning, we do, up until this day, we speak English to each other. I mean, if I were to speak Polish to her, it would feel kind of awkward. Um, but that's maybe because like, you know, we grew up with that. Um, but, I remember, for example, going over to houses of other kids who also spoke Polish and give me a second, if their parents spoke Polish to them at home, then I think we'd do a switch if there was a parent there. Uh, then I think we'd switch to Polish. Fascinating. So I guess it's safe to say that New York City is the melting pot we know it to be. You've Definitely. proven such. And uh, moving forward, I'd like to do a little comparing and contrasting of uh, okay. New York City and Warsaw. All right. So let's start off kind of hard. Homelessness. In New York City, you see homelessness everywhere. It's, it's completely unavoidable. Uh, there are a lot of beggars, things of that nature. In your experience, yeah. how does that compare to life in Poland, Warsaw in particular? Uh, well, I mean, yeah, there's we New York, New York City has this problem. It's a big problem. Uh, I haven't I mean, I have seen. No, I mean, maybe I've seen some beggars in Warsaw, but I'm just wondering now, have I definitely not? It's not such a scale of the homelessness that we have there. Um, I mean, and I'm just wondering, I'm, I mean, New York City, we have eight and a half million people uh, officially, I'd say the number is much higher. Warsaw, from what I know, is about two and a half million. Um, that's just when it comes to numbers. But yeah, it's, I think, so I can imagine someone maybe, if someone were to go from Warsaw to New York City, I think they would uh, experience more of a shock. Sure. Uh, I just want to add a clarification. Alex is a professional journalist, so she's speaking very officially. I'm more interested in just your impression, like your personal impression on these topics. My personal impression, I mean, definitely is if someone were to go from Warsaw to New York, they would be shocked because you would see, uh, I mean, there is a lot of homeless people and, um, you know, you see them sleeping on the streets, some of them, like you can tell, that's where they live. You know, they have, some people have tents set up, 
some people have mattresses there and you can tell they're not there only for one night that they live there um so it's a very big problem and it is getting worse and worse in new york city last time i was there i remember this was back in the fall uh it's it's quite shocking because i remember even growing up with it i i, I would see it but um now it seems the problem is getting bigger yeah agreed and the city uh, i don't know they, they just can't figure it out at the moment so if we fast forward to your time here in university how are the education systems the higher education systems different between poland and the united states in your experience Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I studied here in Poland. That's where I, you know, that's where I, that's where I obtained both of my majors. I did, however, do a semester back in the States. Um, from what I feel, and this is something that I heard, a lot of people told me that the education here is very, is very theoretical without getting a hands-on experience and trying, you know, trying to, or getting to well yeah getting to try a practical side of a um craft or of a specific field um and i do have to say i think from i think poland is probably a little bit more the focus is more on the theory however i see there are options and there are programs um i just feel it's not as talked about maybe it's not as popular um, I remember because I studied law here too, and there was something called a law clinic, a legal clinic, where if you wanted to try your, you know, um, to give it, you know, like to try, you know, helping people and give them legal advice, you could do that. This was like, like the way it worked is that um, we'd meet in a big group of eight or 10 people once a week. Once a week, we'd see... Uh, clients right people who would come to us with a legal issue and we worked in pairs we then have to discuss and try to come up with um, and come up with a solution and then discuss it with our professor and then with the rest of the group i thought that was fantastic um had i not had such an experience or if, or, or if something like this wouldn't be there then I, I then then i would say i think that like finishing university and then uh working or getting that first job or an internship that I think might have been scary. Um, so I guess I wouldn't, I suppose it still is, still has a very big focus on the theory, but from what I see, it's changing. From what I see, it's changing. And they're really trying to help students and people try to get that first professional experience, um, like still in college, I see it's happening. And like there are programs and ideas for doing that. Just I feel that they should be more talked about because not a lot of people know about them. Sure. Given your education, I'd be curious to know what are the differences, like the primary differences in the way that U.S. law works as compared to Polish law? Mm -hmm. uh, well, the first thing is that uh, Polish law and European law is based on uh, codes, statutes, Whereas the American law is based on the common law system that still still originates from the UK. So that is the first main and very big difference. The whole legal framework and the whole and the whole system just is very, very different. Could, could you elaborate and explain how one functions as compared to the other? Mm -hmm. For those uh, of us yeah. who aren't lawyers. Sure, I'll, I'll, I'll do my best. Uh, well, pretty much. 
I'll, I suppose I'll start with the Polish one. Well, in Poland, right, you have certain codes that regulate um, different branches, different areas of law. So, for example, things like um, things like contracts or buying real estate. Well, let's say parts of buying real estate uh, or just buying anything, right? This would be something that 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 is regulated by the by something that is called the civil code. Uh, whereas, if you were to go to court, or um, you have to, for example, uh, another thing that came to my mind, you have to deal with some kind of testament. Uh, then, right, you would have to have a look at the code of civil proceedings. Uh, one interesting thing, I, I think, um, and so, for example, the way it works in Poland is that you don't always have to go and find or see a lawyer. There are situations, for example, if um, if you have a situation that a grandparent passes away or um, or or your grandparent has some kind of case, you can actually represent them in court. You, you, you don't have to go. So so the way it works is that next of kin they can represent, so for example, a grandchild can represent their grandparent in court, uh, assuming, I guess, that he or she has the knowledge on how to do it or, or does the research. Um, so this was something that I found while, while studying here in Poland very interesting. And I think this kind of solution, uh, I think it's a good one. Um, so in the United States, aren't you allowed to act as your own attorney? Of course, as your own attorney, you can. To be honest, I don't know if you can act in the name of your parent or grandparent. In Poland, 100% you can. Interesting. Interesting. What about um, criminal law? So when it comes to, you know, getting arrested or things of that nature? Uh, well, I mean, it all depends for what you were to be arrested for, be it a crime or a misdemeanor. Uh, in Poland... Um, I think, you know, now that I also think about it, give me a second, when it comes to criminal law, um, to, to be honest, I, I, wasn't a, I wasn't a very big fan of criminal law. Even when I did the legal clinic at university, I was in the civil, um, in the civil law uh, okay. section. Um, criminal, yeah, it's, uh, it's something very different. And usually when people already are at university, they tend to, let's say, choose which in which field they feel they feel you know better in um but you know i mean just like in the states you have the right to an attorney um and yeah i mean so if, 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 uh, one thing for example that i found uh this i mean maybe it exists in the states because because for, for example in poland what's also different interesting is that we have a law right which pretty much let's for example the civil code or the criminal code that i mentioned they regulate the uh issues um for the whole country whereas in the states a lot of uh things are regulated by the state legislators so for example if you're licensed to practice in new york you can't work in florida right or vice versa so there's actually a lot of things where the states are independent with and on. Whereas in Poland, if you were to think about it, for example, here we have something called the Województwa, in English, Województwa, I think. Uh, that's not the way it works, right? So here, like we can say the law is more, if we were compared to the states, these things are regulated by federal law and not state law, like back in the states. 
So I'm curious if you devoted the time to take on such a unique expertise as the law, which takes a lot of time to achieve. Why did you change your career direction for journalism? That's, you know what, that's a cool question. I mean, the thing, the thing was, I wasn't, because um, like, I, I also majored in journalism and political science. Now, coming to Poland to study, I felt very, I felt very confident. And I was certain that my Polish would allow me to, you know, it would be, I'm not, it would be easy peasy. Like, I know this language is going to be great. However, I must admit that speaking a language at home and then I never thought about this prior to starting to learn in Polish and study in Polish, which I had to do here at university. Uh, those were two way different things. And I remember, you know, my first year, so, so my first major was journalism. I felt I was, for me, it was, it was a bit of a struggle. I'm not going to say it wasn't. It was a struggle because, you know, my brain, I, of course, I had read some, you know, Polish books back in the States um but learning studying in a different language that you've never done it before is challenging is challenging you have to stick to it you have to keep at it um and i remember i think this was my third year of um journalism school we had and i had a really great professor in my first year he he um so he uh he taught us the subject called I guess we translated, it was called Encyclopedia Prawa dla Dziennikarze. So in English, we'd say legal, I mean, I'd call like legal basics 101 for journalists or mm -hmm. the legal encyclopedia for journalists. And I remember I really enjoyed it. And then a third year, we had, uh, we also had another legal subject and this was copyright law. And at the time, my my best friend here in Poland, she was doing law school. And I thought, hey, you know, why not? Why not give it a shot? Um, which I did. And I have to say that uh, it was both, both, I mean, both majors that really, really uh, helped me to improve my Polish and, and uh, allow me to, to also, I, I do feel confident enough that I could work in Polish. Um, but I do not regret it. And really, I always say that if someone, for example, is very good at humanities, but they don't feel very good in math or physics or chemistry, for example, I think a legal education, uh, and you don't necessarily have to because the way also that it works here in Poland is you do a five-year law school and then you are a lawyer. However, you cannot... Um, you cannot go to court and represent other people unless it were your family. In order to do that, you have to some, you have to finish something called the applicatia. So in English, I'd call it like a, like a bar training. And this is another entry exam. And then it's three years or three and a half, depending in which field you want to um, specialize in. Um, but I feel it really did help me. And it really gave me a really, really solid background for, you know, for the work that I do now. Uh, and actually a lot of journalists, a lot of journalists are people who finish, um, who major in a lot of different things, not necessarily journalism, uh, you know, be it law or foreign relations or some people or some people even go to vet school, but then they decide that they do not want to work as a vet. Uh, and then they work as journalists, right? But they work in, in or on programs that are, that are medical, that are medical related or that are medical, um, yeah. <laughs> well, you, you know, even when it comes to like uh, most politicians were lawyers, uh, there's there's plenty of examples of people changing their career and using law as a kind of 
Foundation. So just in, in total summary here, your story is unique because you, you did go the other direction, right? You reclaimed your heritage. You live here. I imagine you're here to stay. What is it that you want to do with your life in Poland now that you have such a nice foundation? Oh, that I want to do my life in Poland. You know what? I guess it's just something that I think um, a lot of people want, you know? I mean, like, you, you just want to be happy. You just want to be, uh, you know, I guess, like a job that you do, you know, have family, have friends, uh, be, you know, just, just be healthy, happy. And I think that's something that uh, a lot of people want. And I think that's something that's universal. Um, yeah. And yeah, you know, and just, um, and yeah, like I said, I mean, you know, like I feel good in Poland. Uh, but for example, some people that I know also who came over from the States or from Canada, uh, for college to Poland, it was, it was this, um, the language was a bit too much for them and they wound up leaving. So I just want to say if anyone of Polish heritage decides to come, do not give up after that first second year, because I promise you it does get better. And, you know, you are able to study in the language and it's really so satisfying once you're able to, and you see um you know the way your vocabulary improves uh so yeah so if someone decides to just stick to it and i promise you it's gonna work out very well said and there you have it it is possible to move from new york city one of the largest towns on earth to pursue a career in law journalism whatever you want here in the beautiful republic of poland uh, special thanks to my guest alex and uh stay tuned to cult america see what we do next.